So let's make the big announcement. Breaking news! Here is some news about Gulliver. So we lost him for three weeks out in the woods, and then after, and then after that, someone found him. We brought him, brought him to the animal hospital. It is Gulliver, and here's the breaking news part. It turns out Gulliver, the whole time, was a girl. What? What? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Time out. How? Okay. They brought the cat to the animal hospital, and then the animal hospital called you all? So we have done the Facebook, we've done the okay. lettering, the neighborhood, everything like that. Someone who apparently has found some dogs. sort of yeah, okay. special gene, she, she found, had multiple missing pets just kind of walk up to her, mm -hmm. uh, including Gulliver. And then they brought him into the vet where we collected him, and then brought him home. So how did then the vet know? That well, this is the next day. Okay. But back the next day so that we could board him while we went down to Legoland mm -hmm. because the timing was terrible. Um. The and can we thing tell that the we story? came up with the, are... the, the story of the paperwork before that, like when you first got it. Right. So the cat is an absolute dead ringer for Gulliver. You know, behaves similarly. You know, is fact. You know, a cat that's super affectionate. Yeah. Has and then we actually went so far as to have him sedated uh, so they could give him a bath clip his nails and also shave his belly mm -hmm. and there were the scars from a, a fight that he had when he was young mm. but there was also a separate scar that showed that he had been spayed and they went ahead and did like a proper instruction as opposed to just taking our word for it when we did an appointment uh, and the inspection did show that Gulliver has been a girl this whole time. Either the paperwork got mixed up, or the cat got mixed up, or the vet who did the paperwork was a terrible vet. I'm like, they didn't want to get hurt and scratched by a cat, so they didn't decide to go under the fur onto the skin. Right. To look at its privates. No one likes that. Dogs are okay with that. They think you're giving it tummy rubs. Humans aren't. Cats even more not. If, I mean, if, even if you do touch the cat's stomach, it will get mad at you. Right. I don't know. I'm touching a cat's stomach right now. Touching a cat's stomach. And no consequences. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should try digging down in its pro in its private bladder area. I'll pass. Thank you very much, though. <laughs> okay. Well, this is a roller coaster ride announcement. You guys like to do the icebreaker? 
I think I'm ready. I'm ready. Should we do the part of the show that we do every week where we introduce ourselves? And by every week, I mean never. Or are we going to continue skipping that part? We can do it. We can do it. And a, and a drum roll, please. Sorry, got carried away with the guitar. Again, a drum roll, please. I'm Bennett. I'm Patrick. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Dylan. Welcome, welcome to Gabbing with Gulliver. We yep. should have said that in the first episode. We did. It was the first. We did it the first episode, and then we got kind of forgetful after that. Yeah. So, team. And then we have, if we two have other people. team. If we have a skeleton that cannot stop clapping. Versus a Boy Scout who used to be a bear shoots tear gas, but we also pulled a special card saying eliminate all the attributes. We just have a straight up one on one, no special abilities, skeleton versus Boy Scout. Uh, first up, I have a question. Is it a regular skeleton that got raised from the dead, or is it a Minecraft skeleton? A ske- an evil skeleton that has a bow and arrow, sometimes an inanimate shot, but often hits you, and it can, it can die easily, but it's, it, it doesn't have much health, but it's very powerful. It has a bow and arrow. Stretch, well, zoom, don't, hit. Don't out. you think the Minecraft skeletons were also raised from the dead well technically but the game just spawned them in yeah that's not surprising but i think they're supposed to represent skeletons just like anywhere else okay so do we think a skeleton with the bow is it but my question was does it have a is it a does it have a bone arrow it does not have a bone arrow or else it would say that on a card so, so this, is, this is an animated skeleton Yep. Versus a Boy Scout. Scout. Yes. And does, does not say what rank. And <laughs> what badges does he have? None. Oh. Does the Boy Scout have access to a Swiss Army knife? Can we assume no. that? Nothing. Nothing. No. All right. This is bare knuckle boxing. <laughs> you don't know that the age of this skeleton, right? Like the Boy Scout and the skeleton. Is this an adult skeleton? I'd say so. Sure. Having it not be an adult skeleton would make me sad. So let's... (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, is it going to make you sad when this adult skeleton murders this Boy Scout? Yeah. That's also what's going to (laughs) happen. No, not really. I've gotten over it. Yeah, the Boy Scout doesn't do anything. And I, I think that the Boy Scouts, mm, let's say six, seven, eight, nine, one of the, somewhere in those. That's so young. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's that's what when I picture Boy Scout, that's the age. <laughs> versus gonna so it's so it's an eight year old scout Boy Scout versus a adult skeleton. Yes. 
I think the skeleton can punch it to de- death as Honk. I, I think that if the Boy Scout lets the skeleton catch him, it's going to be bad news for the Boy Scout. Well, the skeleton is faster than the Boy Scout because the skeleton's in it, so no, and the Boy Scout's only eight. Could be. Um, but I, I would want to at least give an honorable mention that a Boy Scout who is adequately trained could turn this into like a most dangerous game situation where he's setting traps and things like that for the skeleton to walk into. Yes. Yeah. Also, the skeleton's got no, no, no skin. No I think Caitlin's talking. What's holding the skeleton together? I mean, I feel like you might be able to just sort of, you know, give him a little bop and he might just fall apart. That's what you said happens in Minecraft, right? They're they're dangerous, but you give them a, a decent bop and that's it. They don't have much. Well, life. no, you put if you punch them, they get hurt. But they, it's it's like a human. If if you smack them with the sword a bunch of t- a cup, if you smack them with the stick about twenty times. No, nah, probably more than 20 times. Like 40 times he'll die, but... Okay. That's not boding very well for the, the Boy Scout here. I mean... I also, the... to answer Caitlin's question of what's holding the skeleton together, I think, um, probably dark magic, mm, it would okay. seem. And mm. uh, I think there's something to be said for this Boy Scout just getting spooked to death. Mm. Uh, this This is a scary situation for a... A young scout, and um, I don't see a single situation in which this this poor young person survives. Yeah. Oh, he, he gets the vapors, and and it goes into a swoon, and then the skeleton gets him while he's passed out. Yeah. Oh, let's have. Let, have he can call all his friends and have have a bouncing party on my on one of my friends. Yeah. On one of the, on on the Boy Scout. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, is that does everyone feel comfortable with that answer? Yes. Yes. All right. What is our question this week, Fennis? Not Dylan. I know you're not Dylan. <laughs> sometimes I call Dylan Bennett, and sometimes Bennett gets called Dylan. You're the yeah. Two, you're the two small ones. And sometimes someone gets called Molly, and that keeps getting weirder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's more likely to be called on Caitlin or Ellie, but if it's called on you or my father, that's going to be awkward. Oh, and by the way, we're all family here. We are. So Patrick's my dad, Ellie's my cousin, and then... Dylan and Zach are my uncles. Caitlin's my and my aunt, and we're the Wakemans. There you go. We uh, made it through. So, what is the question this week? Best amusement ride. Non-specifics. You can't name any any rides that you were. You can't make up a, a name for a ride that and make up the ride. You have to name a type of ride that you went on and really enjoyed. Yes. So this is best type of attraction. 
And we have two since we and, might have the same. And it is best anything in the park, not just rides. Okay. Can I go first? Absolutely. So my first one is going to be 3D interactive rides. So it's a ride that you use your body or some part of your body. You use some part of your body to to go through a ride and do stuff with your body and and the all the pictures and and stuff like that are in 3D. And yeah, you give us an example. What? A Ninjago ride at Legoland New York that I just went to. So you get in this ride, and whatever row you're sitting in, that's what power you have. I had the power of water, so I shoot my hands forward if I wanted to go forward, down if I wanted to go down, up if I wanted to go up, and yada, yada, yada. I kill, I n- kill bad guys and save ninjas, and then you get points, and the more points you get, the better, because that means you kill more things. So are you are you on a coaster of some or ride that's moving? Or are you um, wearing three D glasses and you're on a more of an individual experience? Well, you are with uh, at most three other people, and you're in a moving cart wearing three D glasses. Caitlin, do you remember when we went to Universal Studios and there was like a Spider-Man ride where we were going through and helping Spider? We had like a like a laser tag gun style thing, and we were we were helping Spider-Man do his work. I thought that was Men in Black, but yeah, I think I that sounds more real because I realize now the Spider-Man universe doesn't really use guns as much. Yeah. Men in Black takes- <laughs> Very few laser guns in <laughs> friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good correction. How, okay, I have a mini question for you to name for you to answer. All those Marvel people, I'm not a Marvel person. How many laser guns can you think of in all of Marvel animation? Animation or the movies? animation so anything they anything they made using technology so it doesn't need to be something animated it could be something with actual people acting just some sort a film any film it could be a show just in marvel studios how many laser guns can you think of i I can think of a if we're including the '90s cartoon show Saturday Morning, uh, yeah. then there that was laser heavy. There there were a lot of lasers. If we Since then, we've kind of moved away from that. Well, so you think of about if we include the Chitari invasion in the 2012 blockbuster Marvel's The Avengers, in which every <laughs> member of that army was both computer generated and 
wielding a laser gun? I would say about a billion. There were a lot. Yes. I kind of forgot about the alien animation <laughs> laser army. Okay. Great. A million. Okay. So who is next for their favorite theme park attraction? I'm ready if, if we're ready to, to go that direction. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so this is going to be a seasonal one, but the uh, my favorite theme, the best theme park attraction is the spook zones during Halloween season. Dylan, we're so aligned. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a perfect extension of uh, our warm-up question with the skeleton. Uh, but sometimes when you go to a theme park or a roller coaster park in October, they have specific sections set up uh, that after dark get filled with fog clouds and you walk through and people in really elaborate, cool costumes will jump out and scare you and move in weird ways. And sometimes they're wielding, uh, you know, fake weapons and things. And it's very fun to go with your friends and get scared and jump into each other's arms. And it's, it's a great bonding experience. Scream? Oh, lots of screaming. Mandatory. Yeah. That's a great and one, Dylan. Was this your answer as well, Caitlin? I was deciding between two. This was one of them, so I'll be going with my other. And that is? A metal roller coaster. Um, I, I'm not going to specify one unless I need to. But I think that going to an amusement park, roller coasters are the mountains in the sky as you approach. It makes you so excited. And then when you ride on them, one, you get a rush of adrenaline that you get almost nowhere else. And then when you're done with it, you get that feeling of like, I just conquered something. It's so good. It's exciting. It's the apex of the visit. What more do you want? And goofy pictures. And goofy pictures. That's true. Caitlin, if I can ask you to specify just a tiny bit, mm -hmm. would you like to to go so far as to say metal roller coasters that do go upside down or don't go upside down, or is that not important to you? Um, overall, I would probably say the biggest thing for me is just a giant drop, but I think probably it goes upside down like at least once. I want to put in the big caveat that I haven't really been on a big roller coaster in my 30s. And I know that that might change my experience quite a bit now, just based on other rides I've been on. I, I but, am recalling a story about a, a different amusement park ride that may have made you quite ill. Yeah, so, uh, that was an exceptional trick pulled on me. <laughs> Can I say one thing? Yes. I don't get the feeling that I conquered something from it. I get the feeling that it's over. Let's do it about five more times in the day until I've memorized the pattern it goes like the back of my hand. But that means that you really like it and you want to keep doing it and that you love them. Yeah. Exactly. That would, be, that would have been my second to pick if... If anyone said 3D coasters, yeah. too bad Ellie and Zach aren't. Yes. The the one thing I, I think an upside down or a loop or something like that is 
absolutely phenomenal. The real tight corkscrew when you're hanging below the track. Yeah. Uh, you like slow it down. As soon as you're going fast, and you're like, oh, this is going to be over soon. But then there's something in the middle of the tra- track when you get to the top. It slows you down for a couple fractions of a second. And then you continue. Yep. The way we're talking about roller coasters is getting me very excited to ride a roller coaster, which is like a nice feeling. Yeah. Uh, this is this is cool. The last yeah. time I rode a roller coaster, I had the really cool experience. There was a little bit of rain, so they closed down all the roller coasters, but we decided to wait it out and wait for them to reopen instead of going home. And they reopened the roller coasters with only like 30 minutes left until closing time. So there were zero lines. And we could just run laps on whatever oh. roller coaster we wanted to. And a very nice roller Dad's coaster operator. Dad's run. Woo-hoo. I come out in I come out in the store. Hey, let's take a corner. Hey, it's the wrong again. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. One Dad's nice operator let us ride four times in a row without even getting off the train, which was super cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that is one thing as opposed to just a <laughs> a regular amusement park the theme park that we were just at every ride exits through retail mm-hmm. <laughs> you 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 do you go through the store and then find daylight there is no way you're doing straight off the ride yeah uh i what the one thing with the corkscrew or the loop or whatever it is i have found recently that whether it be kind of those other rides at uh, a park or even the stuff at a playground, I enjoy getting dizzy a lot less than I used to. Absolutely, 100%. But the thing is, I don't get dizzy. Dad can can spin me so fast that I... That when I when I have my tightest grip on something, I feel like I'm about to fly off. And what? And after he does that for about five minutes, I can run a lap. <laughs> I don't get dizzy when I spin in circles. It's true. We really we keep expecting him to stagger all over the place, <laughs> and he just he's fine. And I feel sick for the rest of the day. Oh yeah. Maybe it's all the training that Bennett does as a dancer. Maybe. Yeah, but usually usually I lose my appetite. But I lose my appetite for about two hours. That's it. Yeah. No, it's better than feeling sick for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And being busy. Um, and my answer was also going to be roller coasters. I didn't think about narrowing it down, but if I was going to go with old wooden roller coasters that have a lot of history and charm and a metal roller coaster that can do all sorts of things that only barely obey the laws of physics, (laughs) uh, I am going to go with metal roller coaster every time. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so we'll eliminate yours. Uh, well, I think we are heading towards uh, a decision uh, where Caitlin and I both said metal roller coasters. Uh, but Dylan, you are going for wooden? 
No. Uh, and then you and Dylan uh, should either try to make a extra strong argument for yours or think about whether or not you want to agree with us. I think I'm going to make an extra strong argument with his. What do you think is so, uh, super special about 3D uh, interactive rides that roller coasters doesn't provide? Or spook zones. Bennett, were you about to come to my defense? No. Okay, fair enough. Nowhere close. I'm like, I'm so far from that. <laughs> okay. um, well, 3D interactive rides, they can have the scare, but the rides are you're moving. The spook zone is you're moving. You're ready for anything. The, the 3D interactive rides is you get to have fun. You get to move your body in the slightest way but also get to control things in in a way where you're moving either defeating monsters or saving your kingdom or something like that at the end you you get to see you get to look actually at how many points you've got and then you can determine who wins since instead of when you come outside of the spook zone you're so scared that you're dizzy. And I say that's weird. So I say spook zones are weird because they make you so scared they're dizzy. And that's just weird. Yes, the, the spook zones might be getting eliminated purely on the fact that one of our co-hosts won't even go there. <laughs> that does make it seem a lot less appealing as a like widely accepted best part of a party. <laughs> It's also only there for like one month out of the entire year. So I can Not see even. how there's like, limitations. I, I I give it a lot of respect. It is a lot of fun, but it is somewhat impeded weird. by the fact that it's, it's only weird. a limited time and it excludes some of the people who don't like that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's just weird. Yes. The technology um, is weird. And so there are definitely elements that during that Bennett did manage to bring out uh, just to distill it a little bit. Um, the interactive rides, the 3D ones especially, you do have a much better chance of getting a real story than you will on a, so a roller coaster, even the ones that kind of try to piece together a little tiny narrative. Uh, and also you can beat your friends at the ride. Yes, and, and then there's that refreshing feeling of, oh yeah, I can, and sometimes the eat, uh, sometimes depends on how, on, on what you, skills you have and how big you are and how much you kill. You could end up on a leaderboard. You can get that refreshing feeling of a lot of people that come on this ride that go to buy stuff from that store you come out of or any or go to the handicap, go through handicap to get to the ride. will see that you're up on that leaderboard that 
you have worked hard and just there's that refreshing feeling of winning mm-hmm. that you don't really get on metal roller that you don't really get on roller coasters it's oh yeah i like it i want to go in on it again but it doesn't really feel like you conquered anybody like there's not that refreshing feeling of of oh you won you're better at you found out this but I'm not. I'm. What I like from my roller coaster is the sense of camaraderie that I feel with the others on the roller coaster with me. You scream at the same time. You're a little roller coaster cohort, and when you get off, you're like, "Yeah!" And you even high five someone. I'm not trying to beat my co-coasters. You know, I'm trying to have us all, you know, ride this roller coaster together. Oh, you're 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 a family for the duration of that ride. Absolutely. Oh, one more thing. The three D rides are they're like going on a slower version of a roller coaster. You you go at different speeds, sometimes slower, sometimes faster. You turn, you stop, you do you do that all all while using your body. In a roller coaster, you usually cling to a lap bar or something like that. You cling for dear life or put your hands in the air. There's not much movement or stretching to that. And you can also get that feeling of at the end on some rides when you're battling people, there's everyone that would, all the good guys that, that were featured in it at the end like yeah woohoo good and that's when you give the high fives like good job we defeated them all great mm. job everyone i see my counter argument to that is going to be a callback to what went wrong with the spook zones which is that it can sometimes exclude people because out of four seats, you know one of those four stations is going to be out of order. <laughs> so immediately, you've got one of the four people in your group who just sits there and watches everyone else. And uh... then also you have a situation where just like sometimes there are people who don't like getting spooked, there are also people who don't like coming in last place. Yeah, I was going to say your argument about it feels so good to win the 3D game. I have to imagine the 3D game's not actually that skill-based. So there's about a 25% chance you're just going to lose. Yes, but where I went on that ride, it's, yeah, you can you can always get buy a stuff something at the store, then leave and get in that ride again. Hopefully, hopefully, since you practiced and you know how to work, it's free, so you can keep going on it until you win. And it's oh hey hooray! While when you go on roller coasters, it's that was awesome, but it doesn't really change, like. You can change how you act on the roller coaster, but the roller coaster itself doesn't really change. But the the rides do. 
different things get demolished, so different things come in. You get more points, so the more that comes in is different, and it's just things evolve in that game the farther you get. And the more you practice, the better I get, you get. I mean, the first time I did it, I thought you had to do it at the bottom. We all did until my dad figured it out, and then and then he gave me mine because my section was broken. But not all of the rides are sections are broken. I think we were in the same we were in the same section as last time. We were in the same ride center. I think that ride keeps coming back. So we get we keep getting that same roller coaster. We keep keep getting that same cart since we always stay in that one. Yeah, that could be it. Um, I guys, what what do we think? We we've got a a strident and and a number of points that are that are important uh defense of uh interactive games interactive 3d rides rides. and then also what sounds like a a general feeling of yeah but roller coasters roller coaster big roller coaster go fast roller coaster big roller coaster go fast roller coaster big roller coaster go fast I know, but there's always there's always that as soon as you let your it's oh yeah, as soon as you focus your mind on something else, like you look out, there's a twist to it. I'm and going- usually that drop, that straight down drop on a lot of the rides I see is you go straight up. The first feeling you get is yay, it's so exciting. But then once you're at the top, you slow down at the top, too. You look out, and it's like, you look down, and it's like, yeah, that's about three meters of of a drop. Probably more. Like, that's like five meters of a drop. Yeah. And it's straight down. And then as soon as you get to the bottom, you go into a loop-de-loop. There's no break. As soon as you get to the end, it's... You wish it was slower. That's with kind the, of the with point. the rides. That's kind of the point. And I'm going to use your own words against you. That if you do the 3D interactive ride over and over and over again, and eventually you get pretty good at it, your response is, oh, hooray. And if you go on a roller coaster, no matter how many times that you go, your response is, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no matter, but some theme parks only have one roller coaster. And some theme parks have one big roller coaster. Until you go, and then you, and you have a couple days you're spending at the theme park. Yeah, you go on it about 13 times. Hooray, good for you. You had lots of fun on it. Yeah. But after a while, you get to know it like the back of your hand. You get to know what the timing is, what the speed is. You can describe it and show the shape of it without even needing to look at it. Or you can just do it at the top, off the top of your mind. But, but as, that- as you get better with the 3D interactive rides, more things come out. 
more challenges pop up, and it's new things for you to accomplish, and more rewards. It's always that new feeling of I'm up there. I'm pretty good. If we do it again, maybe I'll see something new. True. You most, can. Oh, you most... always adapt to to it to get better. Yep. Not roller that roller coasters don't do that. Most parks have more than one big roller coaster. Mm. Legoland is still pretty new. It just opened last year. They're still building stuff. So I think that in a couple years, you might not have the same experience. Mm. Yes, but then, but they're building the Lego Friends thing. That's not going to have, that might not have a big roller coaster. But it might. Yes, but I th- I feel like Lego Friends is usually like, most people that go on it, they're, they just, most people, I feel like, Lego friends are sometimes for younger people. Not always, but I don't, but I feel like Lego friends might not have a roller coaster. Probably not. We'll have to find out when they do it. Uh, But in the meantime, if you had the experience at a different park where it wasn't just one roller coaster that you memorized over time, but it was a lot of different roller coasters and you got to experience all of them, could you understand how that might be? The best theme park attraction? No. I I don't understand. I think we're at an impasse then. And it might just be a lack of life experience. Because the only time we've had a extended time with roller coasters, you had the experience of having one roller coaster and a really awesome 3D interactive ride, right? Right, and we grew up on America's roller coast. So we're just coming from different experiences a little bit. You know what could be the great bridge here? Bennett, have you ever had the wonderful privilege of playing Roller Coaster Tycoon? Great question. Nope. All right, my vote. Bennett, go like skip school for the next two, three days, play, do nothing but play Roller Coaster Tycoon, and then come back to this conversation. And I think you're going to have a whole new perspective. And a whole lot of computerized people puking. Oh, so much puke. A lot of puke. And if you play your cards right, you can blow some people up. (laughs) All right. So I think that at the moment, we have a impasse, hung jury, with it being a, a generational gap that yeah. does not seem to be able to to be bridged at the moment. I guess this is up to our listeners to decide. Yeah. Email us. Let us know what you think. Do we know our email? Yeah, of course. You said that at the beginning. Sure, why not? Sure. Respond to our Twitter poll. Get my mom on Instagram. I'm pretty sure she has Instagram. She, my mom has Twitter. My and I'm pretty sure you have Facebook. Although I don't know know on earth why you have Facebook because I've never seen you once look at Facebook. I've never seen your hand drift near Facebook, and I'm pretty sure you deleted it. I don't. I think Facebook. You can't even delete from your phone. They paid to have it there permanently, uh, at least on mine. But 
yes, I, I spend very little time on Facebook or, or really any of the other social media. So if you want to reach oh, yeah. us, you should probably reach out to someone else. I uh, I don't look. Yeah, yeah we, we've Wait, got some pretty close connections to Keanu Reeves. So slide into his DMs if you want to get in touch with Gavin McGulliver. That's right. Um, and Mark, thank you so much. We're not going to talk about you anymore. Because I see you blushing. Your face is red. Or is that from humiliation? I thought we weren't going to do Mark anymore. No, that's the that, that was the last Mark. Oh, okay. We got oh, a new Mark. Wait! Apparently. Oh, no. Coin drop. I totally forgot about the coin drop. Oh, that's Three, it, folks. Three, two, one. Zhrat! Zhrat! I'm pretty sure we should change our shame to Jabbing with Jarl Zerber. That was his racist episode. Yes, we said it. Yes, we said Huh? Goodbye. Ching. Bye. Roller coasters go fast. <laughs> Roller coaster big. Roller coasters. Roller silk. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>